Welcome to the Hog Call Podcast. This is Chad. And this is Tim. Be sure to subscribe to the Hog Call on your favorite podcast directory. iTunes, Google Play, TuneIn, Stitcher, whatever you'd like, we're on them all. The Hog Call is only live, real-time, uncut, uncensored, Razorback podcast. Created by fans for fans. Friend us on Facebook at Hog Call Podcast or follow us on Twitter at Hog Call Podcast. Chad runs the Facebook page and Tim runs the Twitter page. Support the Hog Call Podcast by helping us spread the word. Give us a five-star rating and leave a comment, even if it's just Go Hogs. This will go a long way to allow other Razorback fans find the podcast more easily. If you'd like to throw a tip our way, you can support the podcast financially by clicking on the link in the show description. We're counting on fan support. Do you have something Hog Call Nation needs to hear? Leave a voicemail by clicking the link in the description below or send an email to hogcallpodcast.gmail.com. Well, it's good to get that mess out of the way. How's it going, Tim? Well, how's it going, Tim? Hey, Hey, Chad. Doing real good. We got hog football this Saturday. That makes everything a little bit better. That's right. We sure enough do. So it's exciting. I'm excited that, uh, you know, we're going to be able to uh, see the, the Razorback game this weekend. We're going to be able to have some fun and, you know, just kind of, you know, do our thing. And it's been a long time since we've been able to do that. It, uh, you know, so... Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm super excited. Super excited about the whole thing. I just want to say, hey, thank you to everybody that is uh, tuned in right now. I, I really appreciate that. Um, it's it's super, uh, super exciting to have everybody in. You know, we've made some headways, I guess, as a uh, podcast. And, and that's that's really excited, exciting that we found out that we, we have been ranked the fifth best podcast in hog and in, in Razorback Nation, so I am. Uh, yeah, top top five feels good. If you're just joining us for the first time, we've had some. <laughs> I don't know if we're gonna want to get into it, but we've had some things kind of put us behind, and we bounced back, and um, we couldn't have been ranked that high without all the listeners that's mm-hmm. continued to support us from day one in 2018 into now 2021 here we are the fourth football season we're still doing this i want to thank you and chad i, I mean i also honestly too i want to say the video stream worked out really good last week we're doing it again we're going to keep doing it we had really good numbers on folks watching it oh and yeah I'm excited to see how we kind of grow the video and i i was excited about that i didn't realize as many folks were going to watch it as did as did and so that was really exciting to see that and see the support and everybody out there but you know i you know you guys always amaze me all the fans out there just just always amaze me the way you guys hang in and you're always there for us so you know i, I really appreciate it and um I was noticing, I was like, I was looking and it was like, oh, you know, I was looking at some of the stats where it was talking about like the reasonings, you know, and stuff. And I guess why mm-hmm. we were selected and stuff like that. And it was, 
it was talking about our uh, <laughs> our Twitter page and having 400 and or whatnot, uh, you know, followers or whatever it is. I was like, man, well, we got 400 and something on Facebook now too. They didn't even <laughs> talk about that. And now we're out on Reddit. <laughs> we don't have hardly anybody on Reddit. So if you are, um, if you are on on Reddit and you want to follow us, we got our we we got our own uh, our own subreddit. Uh, so so go check that out and uh, you know join up on that. Yeah, that's, that's that's always a always a fun um, always a fun thing to do too. So, but goodness, what, what what we got? We got some we got some you know crazy stuff going on this year, huh? With uh, the 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 rice <laughs> game and and uh, man, I tell you, you shared that piece of information with me that said that they rank KJ. At the bottom of the list, the SEC, and oh my goodness, like what? What is that? That is offensive, right? I mean, we got Cowboys who are out there for South Carolina, but they're going to rank KJ at the bottom of the list. Like, what? What is that about? I have got to pull that up again. Yeah, I mean, the apps to be fourteen. Look, I, I, I get it that maybe he's not number one, but my goodness, like. Uh, and and then it's not it's not as if the SEC is returning a whole bunch of senior and junior quarterbacks that's had you know had highly successful uh, um, seasons. But yeah, you so okay. Let's go down fourteen. KJ Jefferson. This is from two four seven Sports. Mm-hmm. You got thirteen. Ken Seals from Vanderbilt. Okay, Ken Seals from Vanderbilt. I mean, what did he do to get ahead of KJ? Luke Doty from South Carolina. I'm not. Sure, if he's the guy, and they've got a grad assistant playing this. Uh, Will Rogers, Mississippi State, whatever. Joe Milton, Tennessee. Who? Will Le- Levis, Levis, Kentucky. Who? Connor Bazelak, Missouri. Bo Nix. Uh, Bo Nix, come on. Come on. And number seven, Haynes King, Texas A&M. Hadn't even seen him yet. Emory Jones, Florida. All he did last year with Mullen One was run. Max and LSU, seen him, Matt Corrales, we saw against the Hawks, he was throwing six interceptions, and JT Daniels for Georgia. Mm-hmm. So, look, I'm not, I just, it's not a heavily packed SEC quarterback, uh, not room, you know what I mean, but mm-hmm. just to, the, the group in general, going to be 14, and uh, I just, and I'm not trying to be just a homer here, I, I, I just really think KJ's better than that. I'm not saying KJ's going to win the Heisman this year, but it seems to me he's, I don't know. I think he's going to be a really quality starting SEC quarterback. And that was surprising to see to see that. I think the the rank KJ at the bottom of the barrel is, uh, you know, it's 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 infuriating. Honestly, if you ask me, it's a slap in the face. Uh, it's disrespectful. Uh, I, I mean, like I said, I don't think he's the best QB out there right now. Um, but hopefully, he's going to prove me wrong, and he is going to be, you know, one of the better QBs out there. Uh, but you know, time will tell, you know, only time will tell. So, so we'll see, you know, we'll see where that, where that goes. Um, I, I definitely don't think, you know, my thing was like Matt Carell at number two. I was like, Hey, what did he do last year? Get him, you know, I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe his year was much better than I thought it was personally, but I didn't think that he was putting up 
number two in the, in the SEC numbers. Or maybe the, the quarterbacks are just like there's not a lot of, you know, quarterbacks that, that uh, have been doing a lot yet, right? So they're just trying to like kind of spread the love around a little bit. Does that make sense? I, I get where they're coming from, but I just think I think you gotta see. Just watch what he did against against Missouri last year, and mm-hmm. know that okay, they've got the confidence in him throughout. That they knew like he was he was a guy in waiting. Like he was a guy uh, after Felipe. There's never been any doubt in that. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And just to be behind, like be behind, like the Vanderbilt quarterback. You know what I mean? The South Carolina quarterback, Kentucky mm-hmm. quarterback, just just disrespectful. And I. And I, I hope I hope he does become. I'd love for him to become the best quarterback in the SEC, and he's got the potential. He's got the uh, the style, the frame, the skills, and we'll see if he um, see if he can do it. But yeah, just fourteen is ridiculous, and I'm, it makes me even more excited to see what he really comes out and does this year. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, I completely agree, and I think that uh, you know we're going to see him have an excellent year. You know, and all we can do is, uh, you know, just kind of wait it out and see what happens. But, you know, I mean, what have we heard, right? And that's what we have to go on. What have we heard? Like, we know that he did right. really well in the in the, in the the uh, spring game. We know he did really well in the uh, scrimmage. We know he was very accurate in those games. We know that uh, <clears throat> Browse said, like, hey, he was accurate. He did a good job in those games. But during practice, during the spring, he was not as accurate as I wanted him to be. And so that gives you accuracy worries. And you can't go out and practice like crap on a Thursday and play, you know, well on a Saturday. It's just, you know, it's just not how it works. Um, So you really need that consistency. But we also know that Browse said, he has started showing that consistency during the practices this fall. So, uh, the two-a-days and everything. So, yeah, I don't know. I, I guess we'll have to wait and see. Um, it sounds to me like he's kind of coming in, uh, coming into his own, and he's kind of like clicking. You know, that's what that sounds like. You know, he, pro- he yeah. practiced a lot with the strength coach. Um, over the summer, and that was uh, one of the big things they worked on was accuracy, which I was surprised to hear because, I, I you know, you don't nor- normally hear about, you know, strength coaches uh, working with quarterbacks, you know, on their accuracy during the offseason, but it's, it's kind of a novel idea, and, you know, hopefully that helped out. Now, I am excited about the fact that he was named one of the captains for the team, so you know his teammates believe in him, and then all – all this falls like KJ's the guy. Um, mm-hmm. The coaching staff does call him a gamer, and that kind of leads me to what you were saying. In practice, he's just not the best practice player. I mean, they say he's a gamer. We haven't really seen too many games, so hopefully that does come to fruition. Maybe a Matt Jones type. But I think I think I heard recently a quote from Pittman. Kind of, you were saying this too that here recently the accuracy's gotten better. And Pittman said something about at night when he's watching the tapes, he's been impressed with. Actually, more than he would have thought. The good impress with KJ and Malik Hornsby, uh, the backup's accuracy. So that's encouraging that he's gotten better. Um, and I mean, we're a couple days from finding out. Rice is, uh, you know, they're not they're not a one double A team. They're not 
are going to be Texas next week or A&M or any SEC, but we're going to find out if, it, if that offense sputters or does it come alive and he really does lead that offense down the field. We'll know early. I mean, I know it's just one game, but I think I think, I think think if he comes out and we put up some uh, good drives and uh, put up some points, we'll really know, like, hey, be encouraged by what KJ is going to offer this year. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's, you know, that that is something that you definitely are able to say, okay, well, let's 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 take a look and see like what is his performance during this game and what is he able to do? And that's able to tell us a lot about what we're going to what we're going to see from him. So, you know, I'm excited about that. I'm excited to see, you know, what he's going to do in this game. And as you mentioned the captains, I mean, that's a huge deal too because the way they did the captains, which is interesting, and you know, it's done differently by different teams. You know, some teams will do the captains uh, you know, at the end of the year, uh, some teams do the captains other times, some teams have the coaches pick them, some teams the the players pick them and it, I like the idea of pre-year captain selection by the team i really like that and that's that's what they've done the the players have selected the captains and um so it's 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 really it's really exciting and you know you got the guys that you thought was going to be on there you got kj you got morgan you know the the two that you're like they're probably going to be there and then you know everybody else it's kind of like who'd they pick right so that's kind of exciting you know to look at because they have confidence in those players. That's what, yeah, that's what I like. Uh, we're hoping the defense, you know, really kind of struggling in the last part of the year. We hope they come together better this year. And I'd like that three out of the four of the captains. I think the other two captains, if I'm not wrong, were Catalan and Boucher. So having those safeties as captains. So you got three out of the four guys. Is it four? I thought it was five. So that, that excites me. They went four? Well, I just, you know, I maybe, thought I heard five. I could so be. Maybe Burks was named I could be wrong. I don't know. That's just what I thought I heard. I thought maybe it was two offense, no, right. two you're defense, right. and right. a special teams, maybe. No, you're right. Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, Myron Cunningham, the, the uh, offensive tackle for us, for, uh, was the other. So you got Morgan, Calon, Fouché, and then Jefferson and Cunningham on offense. You're right about that. Oh, excellent. Well, that's cool, though. Sorry, I didn't have it right Still here. Still majority of defense. No. No, you're good. I I didn't either. I I, I totally when I seen that. Totally forgot about Cunningham. Um, but so I like having an offensive lineman there. I like having somebody. Hey, I do. <laughs> that's encouraging that we have a really a, a monster there on the offensive line to both protect Jefferson and get the running game going. I mean, I'm excited. I'm really excited about our offensive line. I think we're going to be running the ball a lot. You know, I've, I've, I've already predicted that, and I think we're going to see that uh, continue. I think, you know, like I said, you're going to see a lot of RPOs. Uh, you're going to see a lot of running by the quarterback, and you're going to see, the I think, one of the better running back crews we've had in quite some time. So I think you have to, have to run the ball in that situation. And I'm excited to see if Rocket – messes around and 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 breaks some records you know because like with his size his speed everything he has physically he can do some amazing stuff yeah he's got i mean he just looks like that and he's gonna get the opportunity he's gonna get the opportunity to really to get some carries 
mm-hmm. to get a load on him and carry a bunch for this team. And there might be some freshman records that he's able to able to break. I'd love to see that. Um, him and Traylon as a one-two punch, mm-hmm. and some of these backups I'm excited about too. But the, to me, those guys are the main guys that really excite me and can really, really make the most of um, my. You know, make the most of the offense and the run game. And Pittman said, uh, you know, they don't want to throw a slant on third and one this year. They want to mm-hmm. hand turn around, hand the ball off on third and one, and get that every time. Get the get the one yard situation every time. Be comfortable with going for it on fourth down. You know what I mean? You're down fourth and one. You know, not I want to kick a field goal. Let's let's punch it. You know, let's get it. Yeah, I think we got a much better shot at that this year. Keeps drives going, puts more points to born board board etc 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 yeah absolutely if we can control the 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 clock i think that's always a good thing you know i don't think the you know we're not going to do that with the the style we have at offensive coordinator right now you know it's just it's just not how it's going to be but you know i'd love to see that i'd love to go out there and control the clock totally you know and just and just run it down and, and just run the ball and I mean, that's my style of football. I love it, you know. I mean, I also love, you know, long pass plays and things like that and taking advantage <laughs> of that run game through the passing game. You know, I think that's exactly. the ideal way to do it, you know. Uh, but uh, all this, we say all this, and then you look at the receiving <laughs> crew and the depth there, and you're <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, they're young, but you're like, golly, man. Like, am I wrong? Like, this is like, we got some superstars out there. We got some receivers that can make a difference, you know? Yeah. Like, you were talking about, you know, the running back. I feel like the running back room's the best we've had in a while. I think mm. the receivers. I think the receivers, that, that receiver room's the best we've had since. Um, since probably that 2011 season. I mean, that's, I don't mm-hmm. know if it's going to be hard to ever beat that, but, but we're not talking about, you know, since then though, like this is a really good receiver room guys that I'm ex- That's, that's another reason I'm excited to see. Like, it's not like when I say who's going to step up, it's not like, man, we really, I'm worried. Hope somebody really worried. Somebody's going to step up at receiver. I'm excited to see who's going to make the big play Just against, the- uh, like starting off with the rice. Like we're going to have balls thrown. I think maybe with that offense, there's going to be plenty to go around. And also, another thing I want to add on before, uh, with with uh, taking the time, can we, maybe we can get a big lead, and can can we switch that offense? We have a lead to to run that uh, to run the clock and control that lead the rest of the game. You know what I mean? Oh like, yeah. But the up tempo browse is going to do that. That's what he's known for. Um, but at, once we get a lead, once we really need to a drive at the end of the game to win it, mm-hmm. you. No versus LSU, can can we do that? Can we control it and not let them have the ball or turn a seven point lead into fourteen point lead? I mean, you know, you're right. You're right. I think you know. Again, we we've said this a thousand times, and 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 it's the truth. You're really hurting it, tidy. You know, when you look at this team, it's our weakest link. You know, um, you know, you're thinking like, what is who's going to be Knox, Knox or Morse? How good are they going to be? They're going to be excellent this year. They're going to have great years. These are two standout wide receivers. They're going to have a, a wonderful year. But then you got to think like, who is going to be the the breakout? Right? Who's going to be the guy that you didn't think was going to be out there? And we're going to have that this year because we have so many good guys. You know, behind the the starters, I think I I don't know. All I'm saying is 
the wide receivers I feel like are, are pretty pretty loaded. I, not as loaded as a running back, you know, obviously position, uh, but definitely loaded enough that you can take advantage of whenever those defenses start cheating and stuff like that, especially if you have good accuracy. You know, running a post route, you know, yeah. over the top of a one, you know, a, a single safety. If they start creeping down, you know, it'd be nice to see something like that. And I think, I think we may, we, you know, we may see those things. But then you look at who we got in the slot, and you know, we got some really good receivers in the slot, right? So you know, you're definitely going to see some slants and things like that. It's, it's, you know, some bench routes. So it's, it's exciting. So. Yeah, I mean, too, with that receivers, you got uh, Morris, Morris and Warren as the uh, seniors, and you got uh, mm-hmm. obviously Burks as a junior, Knox as a junior, and then you got even got, uh, you got the two transfers and Crawford and Thompson that are young, mm-hmm. and then you got uh, true freshmen and uh, Keytron Jackson and Bryce mm-hmm. Stevens that are going to get some playing time too. So you're just just loaded. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how much playing time Jackson gets, you know, being a freshman coming in. Um, I don't know. I, maybe he's better than than I'm thinking, but, you know, I, I would expect maybe we see him at the end of these games where we're playing Rice and stuff like that. And you, you know, you've run the score up and stuff. Uh, because Well, I'm just going off what the coach – I mean, he, Pittman's just mentioned him several times, so it's like, man, he must be – Pretty well, good he's, as a freshman. He's number two on the depth chart. When we look at the depth chart right now for Rice, uh, the official depth chart, that came out today. And we look at that, you can see that uh, they got Devion Warren and Kentron Jackson, right? Like, that's it. Devion Warren's your number one. Kentron Jackson's your number two. Then they have Burks and Crawford, you know, the slot. And then you have Vot, Morris, and Knox, right? So... I mean, it's, you know, I don't know. It, it's, ex- I don't know. It's an exciting crew. There's so, so yeah. many, there's so gotcha. many good guys. And this doesn't even take into account the third string out there, which, you know, I think we might have some, some breakouts in the third string. Yeah. We're just so deep yeah. at receiver. Yeah. There's going to be a lot of guys that's, that's able to help, help KJ this year. So, mm-hmm. Do you think we'll see so Hornsby? Rice. Do you think Hornsby's going to get I, in in Rice game? I would, I would think so in the Rice game. I sure hope, hope so. Hope, hope we. Hope he's I'm not able sure if that means. Does that mean up. as a? Yeah, that's, that's what I'm hoping for. I mean, does that mean as a kind of a uh, change of pace kind of thing, a change of a different look, or does that mean like, hey, we're up, you know, we're up thirty-five to three in the third, fourth quarter, and let's let's get. Let's get KJ ready for Texas. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I would. That's my hope. That's my hope for sure to have Hornsby come in there and do well as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'd be nice to be up thirty-five by half, and then he'd be able to just yeah. go out there and finish the second half. You know, be that comfortable. Ah, uh, man. It is Rice. I mean, it is Rice for goodness' sake. So. I mean, he is a freshman, and he might have to step in. We might have an injury. And if you Andrew, you got a freshman quarterback out there. Like we, need, we need him. You know what I'm saying? You want him to get on some in in game reps for sure. Golly. You just it's football. You never know. You never know when somebody's gonna tear an ACL or MCL or 
ACL, NMCL, cracking kneecap, Jeez. concussion. That just sounds the worst. Yeah. <laughs> Goodness. Well, I don't know. I'm excited. I'm I'm excited by our offense. I was gonna say we should go over the offense in the depth chart, but I think we party. I mean, we, <laughs> we talked about Cunningham. I mean, he's got Jalen St. John behind him, and we talked about uh, Jones, right? I think it was. We got Latham, Brady Latham, is going to be starting there. Uh, Stromberg and and uh, Klein, what Clary, Lemur, and then uh, Wagner and Crawford. So. Oh, just, oh, man, just exciting. Listen to these sizes. 350, 6'5", 6'9", 330, 6'5", 300, 6'4", 315, 6'6", 325, 6'4", 311, 6'5", 305, 6'5", 330, 6'6", 325. You know what I'm saying? Like, everybody, everybody's up there. Like, it ain't, it ain't as big as it was that, you know, Bellamy year. (laughs) <laughs> when he had like the largest <laughs> offensive That's line good. in the entirety of what was it? It was the largest line in all of football. NFL too, I think it was. Yeah, NFL included too. <laughs> oh, That's cool. humongous, dude. That is monstrous. <laughs> oh, wait. We did bad with that. Yeah, we did all right. I mean, I guess not as good as it should have. It got worse after the like the last the first couple of years when he had when Pittman was his offensive line coach. They were pretty good. Or, <laughs> That's true. Or decent, true. you know. But but after the then the four years after that until this year, like it's the best line we've had in a while too. It just seems like everything I'm keep saying. Maybe it's just because I'm excited. I say this all the time, but it just feels like. It just feels like the best like O line we've had in a couple in pretty good amount of years, you know. I mean, definitely the best the best sized O line we've had, especially most experienced that we've had in quite some time, and honestly, just the best conditioned to where I look at these guys and say they can play in the SEC, right? Like they they are a they are a lineman that can go up against any team out there. And hold their own, you know. And there's not a lot, you know. There's not a lot of 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 teams that can do that because we let our line get so small when we were cutting weight and all that stupid stuff, yeah. and just got beat up and pushed yeah. around like rag dolls. Like you're not going to see that this year. This year you're going to see some big old boys in the trenches that's going to be holding their own, and that that's what I'm excited about. Opening up holes. That's like pulling. You know, yeah. pulling. Yeah, I'm talking 325 pounds, you know, pulling through the freaking one hole. Come on, man. You don't want that. <laughs> yeah, one can say is like, well, they've got experience, but hey, they weren't great the last couple of years. Or have they got better? Are they just older, the same guys? Like, but like what you're saying, yeah, but they've, they've really put on the weight and also developed under a head coach that's a offensive line guru. So it's not going to be the same line. They're not going to be just a year older. They're going to take that SEC experience and use it. So I'm excited to see us run a trap play, see Dalton pivot, haul ass back down the damn hill line, and just hamburger somebody that doesn't even know it's coming that just got <laughs> let go free. 
you know, somebody thinks they're getting a poor little Rasal. Just somebody thinks they're getting a, 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 a quarterback sack. They're fired up. They're they're in the zone. They got that quarterback in their view, and they are just going after him. Doesn't even see him, man. Just pow! Open that hole. Run that running back through there. <laughs> I like it. Ooh, I like it. I hope we see it the first play. Just bam! One of the rice owls just flat on his back. That'd be that'd be awesome. Well, I guess we need to talk about the injuries a little bit real quick. You know, we've been talking all the good stuff and, you know, <laughs> firing everybody up, getting excited. So let's just uh, talk about the injuries because that is not exciting. All right. So we got uh, we got Burks um, and Ridgeway and uh, Towers who were held out of practice on Tuesday. They didn't get any reps at all. Did uh, You had uh, Kern, Catalan, Susher, Zimmons, uh, Hamilton, Jordan, and they, uh, Compton also, and they were in the no contact, the green jerseys. So they didn't get, they didn't get any contact. Uh, and then, uh, you had uh, Winkle return and he just missed a few, uh, different things within the, uh, within the practices, nothing, nothing major. Um, so, you know, when you look at what Pittman said he said Hudson Henry is going to be absolutely fine. He's 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 just sick. He's got some sort of a situation, so probably not COVID. Uh, I think they got like a ninety percent vaccination rate there. It's probably just a cold or something like that. And then you got uh, Slusher, uh, and uh, he said he he feels good about him being ready. And Catalani said is a hundred percent definitely going to play. Um, then uh what was it uh he talked about this uh aaron atley at uh you know his acl situation and all that and just you know how 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 bummed out he was about that and then he said kern is going to be dinged up but he'll be 100 percent uh by saturday and uh well i guess it's a 91 percent vaccination rate so anyway that that's that's pretty much what we're looking at though when we're looking at you know what of our what are our injuries uh, look like we we have most everybody uh, that's going to be you know coming back and looking good and there's there's just a couple of guys that they're not sure about you know whether they're going to be you know whether they're going to be there or not you know so like uh, Henry was dressed out in, in full gear but he didn't go through two two types of drills which indicates to me he's he's still going to be playing he's just uh they're just taking it easy and they're just working him back in you know yeah yeah it's a shame about aaron outley because uh i don't know he's really had one of the top tight ends in the nation but like Putin said he's been dealing with that acl coming back we could really use that tight end depth um but it's nice to hear kind of some clarifications like well what happened is he not even so he's still kind of recovering for that. Hopefully he comes back 100% ready to help the program. Um, so it really sounds to me that Burks and Ridgeway, they're the only guys that's going to be out. Um, I feel like everybody else is going to play. Oh, yeah. To this, to this point. And this is, you know, this is Thursday night, um, day and a half till the, till the game. So it really mm-hmm. sounds like Burks, Ridgeway. Ridgeway definitely. And I had seen something tonight 
that Burks, I don't know where he said this, said he was going to play, but I don't know. I would just, just, I just want him there for Texas, 100%. Yeah. And you don't know what kind of games, you know how it you know is with I mean? these injuries and stuff and the coaches and everything. You don't know what kind of games they're playing, like who's really hurt and who they've, you know, yeah. just given some rest to because they did really good throughout practice and told them just take it easy. We're going to tell them you got a cold. Even though they don't, you know, just yeah. throw the other team off. You know, it's gonna be there easy night. You know? <laughs> it's gonna sneeze on me. Get me sick. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I feel pretty I feel pretty good about like what kind of we survive injury wise over the fall camp. I really feel pretty good. Um, I mean, it's football, so that's really not bad. And knowing these guys like Burks and Ridgeway is gonna be out there definitely next week. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. okay, that's that's. I like that. Feel like we got a pretty good. We're going into the season healthy and ready to rock and roll. Mm. Rice, has got it coming, man. I mean, they do. They do yeah. got it coming. I don't know if we can say anything more about our. So I think we've beat this this dead horse into the ground or whatever, you know. And we've pretty much covered everything that I can think of that we need to cover on the Arkansas side of the ball, even though this is what I like to talk about. I guess we need to move into, you know, talking about the opposing team and all that. Okay. I mean, going to play Rice, you know, last time we played them, 1991, War Memorial Stadium. I was there with my grandpa and my dad and everything. And, uh, what That was ninth grade, so super excited to uh to play this team you know southwest conference foes at one time uh, they were a pretty good they were a pretty good team and uh you know when you look at our schedule you know it's better than you would think on their side yeah honestly you know i'm looking at this as like we've only got a 35 and 29 record against rice mm-hmm. but in the last 30 games we're 25 and five or somewhere around there against them. So, okay. Mm-hmm. No wonder. So we beat them like the last 11 out of 10 times. And then before that we dropped one, then we had one beat them another seven times in a row, dropped a couple there in the early seventies when we were kind of in between our sixties run and our, then our good seventies run. Mm-hmm. And then before that we had in the sixties, we beat them. I think we lost to them one time in the sixties. So I know that's quite a ways away a long time ago, but I feel like we need to, we kind of need to, Ramp that, ramp that, uh, marching up a victory against them. But it's, yeah. I like playing, I like playing that opponent. I think that's really cool. That, I mean, I think that was the last, and that November 23rd, 91, I think, I think that's the, I mean, I guess the last SWC home, or last SWC opponent we played before we jumped to the SEC. Oh, interesting. I didn't realize that. That's really cool. I don't know. I think I saw something earlier. It said there was like 40,000 in attendance for that game. It was like, so I, I don't know. I don't even know why I looked at that. I think because of COVID and just being locked up inside for so long. That's not even something I'd normally <laughs> remember. But I remember seeing that and talking about. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I mean, it would make sense. I mean, it's around the 23rd, around Thanksgiving, man. You had it off, had a nice break. Got to, hell yeah, you're going to this game in War Memorial mm-hmm. down the road. Shoot, yeah, man. And then you get to see a shutout. It's so frustrating. Of course you're going to want to see that. 
It's so frustrating. You, you look at this media guide, man, and you, you see where it's talking about, like, oh, Hogs went 3-7 and seven last year. No, everybody knows we, we had at least four wins. At least four wins. I, I don't give a damn what anybody says. Man, we won that Auburn game, and that was stolen. And, I mean, that's just clear, man. Isn't it? Like, isn't that a consensus? Why didn't the SEC change that or something? Yeah, it makes no sense. We definitely won that. Ah. I know I'm a homer, man. But, like, even the national media was saying, like, they won this game for weeks, weeks out after it. Yeah, it was, that was, oh, that was well-known national. The only people that didn't want to admit it was the SEC who screwed mm-hmm. the pooch on that one. So you got to at least say four and six. I mean, hey, we even got a bowl game. They had to put that into consideration before they gave us a bowl game. Oh, well, they really did beat Auburn. So we'll go ahead and give them that bowl game since we shit on them. I'm yeah. sorry. Pardon my <laughs> language. <laughs> uh, I just feel bad once Pittman really starts winning. Like, I hate that that's those extra couple, you know, extra loss or so is, is on there and we got taken – Couple wins away, we would have beat TCU. We were gonna hmm. felt really yeah. good about that TCU game. That's another one that's gone. That you know, you think about that, man. That that puts you at a you know really nice year, five and six with an all SEC schedule. Think about all that. SEC. Yep. Yeah. Five and six with an all SEC schedule, and you got almost everybody coming back. And you get some games like Rice and Georgia Southern and UAPB and Texas to those mm-hmm. cupcakes like those four teams, you know. Yeah, it definitely helps you hone your, you know, hone your uh, offense. I, I think that we're going to see a really excellent, you know, coach go out there and do some amazing stuff this year. I'm really excited about what Pittman's going to do. I'll be honest. Everything he's done... Every step he's made has almost been the right one all the way across the board. I don't see, there's hadn't been hardly any incidences where I could say, like, this is stupid. Why are they doing this? And I feel like that's all I said with the previous coach, you know. It was just like, but everything they're doing is, is it's like by the book. It's, it's, you know, it's how it's supposed to be done. I kind of hope they do a club dub. Like, I think it would be cool if Pittman did, <laughs> if Pittman did one after a big rice win. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Kind of tr- to oh. troll him a little bit. <laughs> you know he's not going to do it. But Come on, man. Oh, Turn that man. jukebox on. That, you know that's a little nah, bit. I'll do that. He, well, you know it's kind of making that fun is. of the whole club dub situation. Turn the jukebox <laughs> And you had club dub. Adding that music reference in there like i'll <laughs> rubbing a little salt balloon if you ask me and i like it i like pitman for it you just gotta you gotta be looking for it you know what you're looking for oh yeah <laughs> he's a smart guy he knows he knows what he's doing there. hell yeah he uh, so rice let's see here well we got that this is the, damn, the quarterbacks are double fucking threat situation so we got to deal with that with their quarterbacks. So, what? Who is it? Wheelie yeah. Green, Wiley, six three. Yeah, Wiley Green and Luke McCaffrey, and six two and two hundred pounds. Luke McCaffrey, Wiley Green, golly. 
So, mm-hmm. yeah, Wiley Green's got a little bit more experience in the program, I guess. Uh, McCaffrey. Why is McCaffrey uh, sounds transfer so familiar? From, well, he was at Nebraska. I thought he was Family in the NFL? Yeah, he's got his dad was Ed McCaffrey that played for the Broncos. Oh, okay, okay. And that's his cool. brother is Christian McCaffrey. Ah, that's where that's it. That's it. Okay. Yeah. Wow, he's gonna be pretty good probably. They probably just gave him the starting job. What the hell? Yeah, that's what I, I'm surprised that there's a battle. I think I think he's he's definitely the better talent's gonna take over. I think it's just Hutton. Like, he's just, only six he's, two. He's, though. A, he's a dual threat. Now I'll say at Nebraska last year. One touchdown versus six interceptions. That's not great. Yeah, that's true. And he's only six two, which makes it hard to look see over your offensive line in college, honestly. Because you're you're trying to see over six five, six four. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, they got one they got a right guard six one and he's starting, but everybody else is, you know. Everybody else is well over in six five six two. The center six two, so like right guard in the center. He'll have like a lane down the middle. That's what I would think. You know, I, that's I kind of be on the lookout for that middle lane that you see there when you look okay. at the heights of the offensive line, and you got the six two okay. center, and you got the six one guard, and then you know, McCaffrey he's six two, so you, he'll be able to. But like that's his little lane that he'll be looking through. Okay. You know, I think okay. that's okay. that's my guess because yeah, right. Because he's looking over six four and six five for the rest of the guys. You know, when it's six three, it's a little bit easier to peek over the top of those helmets. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. And then, I kind of so, like I mean, see a little I mean, six guess... foot guy get some get some reps, huh? You know, if we're beating them <laughs> so bad, they just went ahead and threw. Mick, what, McMahon, McHoman, McMahon, McMahon, it's a weird name, TJ, just threw TJ out there. I don't know, you're really getting in the weeds, man, when you're bringing up the third quarterback. Uh, you you always do like your if research. Like, if you're losing like 52 to nothing <laughs> in the first half, you might as well put him out there in the fourth quarter, right? Yeah, just these guys. Our two guys aren't going to work. We've got two quarterbacks, but we really don't have one. So. Oh, that'd be terrible. <laughs> I don't know what they got. So, tied in. Bradley's pretty good. Six five two fifty two fifty eight. Mm-hmm. Jaeger Bull. They've got some tight end names. Jack Bradley six five two fifty eight and Jaeger Bull six four two thirty six. Jaeger. I have a Jaeger Bull. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna have a drink now. Jaeger Bull. I'll tell you that. <laughs> that's a hell of a name, man. It sounds like those are kind of. I think that's gonna be my keys to this game. Shut down those two tight ends. Jaeger Bull. Let's see if they did anything last year. See, wow, Jack Bradley three catches, thirty-one yards, a touchdown, and Jaeger ball was not even, didn't even record any stats. Man, I wish I had a beer. I gotta pick some up. It is nice. It is nice. Sorry. Nice when you're really talking into a podcast video now. You've mm-hmm. got something to wet the whistle. 
What you've got works too. Looks good out of a football glass. Just, really getting in the spirit. Well, it's just more complicated. I mean, I love the glass. You know, and uh, it's nice. It holds. You know, you can see you can put about twenty-four ounces in there. It holds quite a bit, so it's nice. I have a couple of those. You know, full of like homebrew. It's almost like having a forty oh, ounce. Yeah. Almost. You know, it doesn't feel like a forty ounce because it's in this nice football glass. Feels like a. Like twelve ounce, twelve ounce beer. Or I'm getting off topic. Well, I'm staying on topic. Diverge a little bit for the rest game. That just reminds me when you're talking about homebrew. That beer looks well. You don't have a beer, but your drink is a little darker. I've got. I want to brew a Pittman Porter this Ooh. year for the fall. Kind of when it cools. Where I'll Pittman brew one Porter. too. I'll brew one too. Man. We'll put it on. We'll put it on. Yeah. YouTube. We'll brew, we'll brew a beer and yeah. put it on YouTube. It'd be cool. That'd be cool. Let's share the recipe for anybody, maybe beforehand, if anybody wants to um, do it with us. Ooh, but, yeah, that'd be um, cool. Same beer, two breweries, uh, and then maybe we can get some fans who are home brewers to do it with us. Oh, man, how cool would that be? That'd be cool. I think a porter's perfect, too. Guys, well, it's getting, it's September now. It's, um... Well, you don't have to worry about like like, the people that don't like IPAs and hops. You know, it makes them happy, and people who do enjoy a hoppier beer, Tim, you know, can can usually enjoy a a beer with a nice, you know, uh, grain profile to it. So, you know, it kind of kind of fits. Yeah, it kind of fits both sides, and you can put you know you can put a few hops in. You know, you can hop it up a little extra if you want to. You know. I don't know. You kind of want to have a bit of a bite, I would think, for a Pittman, for a Pittman Porter, right? Wouldn't you? Oh yeah, he's a big dog, so mm-hmm. you got to maybe a little smokiness. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, but and I know I'm getting off track, but I think people would like to hear that. Um, and again, like always, we'd love to hear feedback on anything. But that'd be cool if we got some homebrewers out there. It's like, wow, this is perfect now. Now this is. Call in and leave us a voicemail, some suggestions like, hey, well, I want to add this, or I've, I've brewed a lot of porters. This is a, a really thing I'm passionate about of making a really good porter. Um, oh, yeah. I've, anyway, I've, well, that's just... I've won a uh, championship with a porter. Uh, uh, I, wow. Uh, yeah. With, well, third place. But, I mean, to me, I feel like that's, you know, that's winning. I did. I Bronze think. medal, man. Yeah. So you got on the medal stand, or more than I've won with a beer for sure. <laughs> well, I did that, and then I got third place again at the nationals with the uh, what? That was with the East Coast. Oh yeah, that was really good. You know, IPA, and that so that was a that was an interesting beer. You you sent me legally, of course, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. always through the mail. Some samples and that was that was I understood why <laughs> I understood why that one that was really good really good. So, anyway, I guess they got some defensive guys too. They got the uh, they got some DNs uh, here. Uh, that's pretty good. Um, I don't know. I think I think your biggest threat with them really is your, is your linebackers, honestly. Yeah, Myron Morrison, mm-hmm. Will, 6'3", 206, Antonio Montero, 
six foot, uh, 222. And they also run, look like they're running kind of a, a three, four, four. Mm-hmm. Um, cause they got, looks like they, they list at least uh, a couple outside linebackers mm-hmm. slash rush, then the slash Viper, Trayshawn Chamberlain, five, two, five, 10, two, oh, one. That's okay. That's kind of small for, mm-hmm. um, for a regular line. And then Kenneth Orgy, Kenneth Orgy. How about that? Six, two, two, fifty three. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, big old kid. So let's see. Yeah, he's <laughs> he's huge, but um, yeah, I'm trying to find some. I think so you they, know, they're you really look, looking. You look here at their D line. I mean, uh, their defensive end and their tackle is really the, what what I'm looking at that that, that scares me the most. Uh, the nose tackle is not uh, is is not that worrisome. But like you said, when you start looking at Myron Morrison, I mean that that kid looks really good. At will, you know. I mean, he's 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 somebody that's going to uh, cause a little bit, cause a little bit of trouble there. Um, but uh, when you look at their corners, you know, you, you're looking at guys that are five eight. You know what I mean? Six one um, guys that wow. we should be able to take advantage of. And you know, I know I've said this before, and it didn't turn out that way. But because of their height differential, should be able to take advantage of that. Throw some. Throw some balls up to some of the receivers out there. Yeah, for sure. Hopefully, Burks plays at at his. He's able. To, he plays six three, but he can play taller mm-hmm. than that with his athleticism. Uh, Trey Knox should have a pretty good day at six five. Um, mm-hmm. Really, got, got guy. yeah. I mean, guy, you got a five eight guy covering you, and you know what I'm saying. Come on. You should be able to. You should be able, you should be able to just <laughs> toss the balls up, and let you jump up there and grab them. Almost like basketball rebounds. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, so they look like they're missing their two leading tacklers from last year, Blaze Aldridge and Kirk Kirk Lockhart. But they do have Garcia coming back, twenty-eight mm. tackles, three quarterback carries, not much. Uh, then Chamberlain. Second leading coming back, 27 tackles, half a sack, one interception, tackle for loss, Montero. And then really not a whole lot of orgy down there with tackles, a sack, a uh, couple of hurries, but really not a whole lot in interceptions. Um, and McCord, who's still playing this year, got one. So not a lot returning there. I mean... We should be able to. We should be able to do whatever, whatever we want against this defense. It seems like, like when you look at it and break it down, and you like look at the like what they have out there. They have some good players, but you should be able to take advantage of those players because they don't have enough, and they don't have enough depth. And you should be able to just wear them down and and uh, take advantage of the players that are out there and make them over pursue and things like that. And then, you know, make some plays happen. Yeah, I like our chance. Just looking at it, what I've kind of seen uh, in knowing Rice. You know, I mean, this defense, they only gave up. Let's see. I mean, last year they were. I feel like they're off like 18 points a game. Yeah, I feel like they're off. I see the well, didn't they have yeah, I mean, the? Uh, I mean, they don't have a whole lot of returning. Didn't they have the best like time of possession last year or something like that? 
<laughs> yeah, they really <laughs> like to keep the ball. I don't know. They're really bragging about. I don't know if we caught it that or or they caught it back, but they uh, really excited about bully ball. So they want to be really or the the coach. Here's a quote from him this week: "We live and breathe in literal brutality around here." So. He's abusing <laughs> his players. Is that what he's? That's ought to be fun. I mean, it's a game. Literal brutality. <laughs> literal. Why? Brutality. Why are you abusing your players? Rice, though. I mean, what kind of what kind of program is Rice? You know. Yeah. Not great. I'm excited. I mean, I'm they excited. had they had they had some really bad years um, for a while. I mean, they've had some. Oh, yeah. Honestly, right now, I feel like I they're feel like, like a Vanderbilt <laughs> type team. You know, they're like a Vanderbilt type team. They play a lot of teams that are bigger teams, and they get beat a lot. I think, man, I can't believe in 2013 and 2008 they won 10 games. Okay, so really, man, think about it. Kentucky won a championship one time. Think about that. They had Bear Bryant. Yeah. They had Bear Bryant yeah. as their head coach. They gave him a wristwatch. For winning a national championship. That's wild. Yeah, you would you think you'd get him more than that? A car or something? No. No, nothing. Damn wristwatch. They're weird over there, man. Their special teams looks okay. I mean, you know. Nothing to write home about. Not special, that. just just okay. Just okay. Yeah. Halfway decent job, probably. Way decent. Yeah. Well, you got Charlie Menders as their punter. Um, you know, so. They got Bailey and Fresh out there as their, their kickoff returners, so. Okay. So, Charlie, okay, Charlie Mendez, 42.8 last year, 59 of a long, um, 550 plus yarders, nine inside the 20. Mm-hmm. So, no, he's, he, he's not bad. Who is their, uh, is their kicker, Colin? Okay, so they got him. Riccatelli. See, last year he was nine out of 12, uh, long of 45. So he had five out of seven, 40 to 49 yards. So, not, oh, yeah, you're right about that. Uh, at least in the kicking game. I'm not sure how the return game is. Place kicker and punter's not that bad. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, we'll see. It's interesting that they have, you know, guys returning the ball who, you know, I don't know. You would, you would think you would see some of the running backs and stuff out there. Uh, but uh, it's interesting they're going to have, you know, somebody else come out there that's not, you know, in that situation. Yeah. So. <laughs> Apologize, Chad, for keep leaving the screen. Damn allergies. Pollen's pretty bad right now, so I keep damn wiping my nose. It's all good, man. It's all good. It's weird, what man. It is. Shouldn't even say that. I should have said, oh, I'm getting another beer. Which could have been it, too. That happens, too. Yeah. You're probably, it's probably like Coke it's you're doing. <laughs> no, 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 no. Coca-Cola. That you've been drinking makes you what? What the hell were you thinking of? 
No, that's what I was talking about. I've, I've tried to cut back on the soda, so that's what I was thinking. Okay. What were you thinking? What were you thinking I was thinking? What? I mean... What? <laughs> do we need to make well, predictions? Right. Yeah, we do. Wow, it's time. It's time to make predictions. Uh, man, you've made it all the way to the prediction portion of this podcast. You know you are a true fan. You've been hanging out there and doing this for quite some time. You probably got it going on at your tailgate right now because we hear it often at tailgates when we go by. And uh, I think that's awesome. I, I, I like that we are the podcast that's played at tailgates. I like that we wait till the last minute on Thursdays. We get as much information as we can about every single practice we can. We, we give it to you guys, and then, you know, you got two days to listen to it. <laughs> I don't That's know. Maybe time. with the video we, thing, we're not, maybe we're not the tailgate guys anymore, though. Maybe we should, maybe we should stop the YouTube stuff. Well, we're also a podcast, though, right? I mean, you can still yeah, listen to us. You can re-listen to it. I, I think with the video, what I like, though, I think it helps us do until Thursday. You know what I mean? I think because... Mm-hmm. Because you can, I feel like you could watch it. You know, if you wanted to watch it live, it's kind of like a Thursday night like show. Like, man, I'm really ready for the Razorbacks here. I'm going to watch this on Thursday night. Yeah, that's um, really cool. You know what I mean? Or even Friday night, and it's really not too. That's why we like kind of doing it. It's still going to get you fired up. It is. It is. <laughs> I mean, I'm fired up. I'm fired up. So, <sighs> well, you know how All it right, is, man. Uh, you always got to get out there and kind of stir the pot, poke the bear. <laughs> Will you, are we going to pluck the feathers from the owl? Well, look, man, just after looking at everything, you know, rice has a good program for rice. They they have a better team this year than, than maybe they've had in the past couple years. The head coach seems to be abusing them. Uh, they're probably not going to care for that. Um, he was a Florida State guy too, right? So that's not surprising. Yep. So um, I guess, you know, what we're going to see here is uh, a team that's, you know, not 100% bought in to the head coach because they don't like how he's been treating them and abusing them. Things like that. You're going to have a Team that comes out here and just does their absolute best, but just ain't good enough. So that Arkansas beats them, and that's not you know. I, I, I if there's any rice guys watching the podcast or listening to it right now, I don't want them feeling like like we're being down on you. Like I think you might do really good the rest of your year with with the opponents I see on your schedule. I'm really excited about what your program is going to get out there and do. But I think. That we could literally, you know, with with the defense we have coming back, you know, I think we could probably shut them out. And I could see this being a situation where we don't perform as well as we think we're going to offensively, trying to get the the, the jitters out and things like that. Uh, you wind up looking at a, I don't know, twenty one to three game something like that 21 to 3 arkansas 21 to 3 i like it 
I'm going to go. But I hope we beat him by 50. Maybe our. Yeah, I'm going to go, and this is probably. Should take more into account their time possession or whatever, trying to milk the clock, but hopefully get them off the field. I'm going to go 45 to 13. Mm. That's a lot. 13th in our score? 13 points? Yeah. I really. Well, I really kind of want to take that touchdown away and give them just six. I believe in their kicker. It sounds pretty good, this Riccatelli. So, but I'll go six. I'll go 45-6. Two, two, Razorbacks. Two field goals. One first half, one second. <laughs> yep. But, I mean, the, you know, you were peer pressured, so 13 is probably more accurate. <laughs> I don't know, like kind of looking at it, you know what I mean? Just this one running back that they got. They didn't even have a rushing touchdown all last year. They can't figure out who their quarterback is. They got their starting running back, plays all over the offense, and not really, not in like a, wow, he's amazing. Let's mm-hmm. let's be real creative. Just, I don't know. So. No, you're right. They, they, they're running two, I talk myself two quarterbacks. The- I don't feel like they should be running two quarterbacks. I think they got two good quarterbacks. They should decide who they're going to play and play them, and they're, and they're not doing that. And we've seen firsthand exactly how bad that can hurt you when you get out there and do some yep. silly stuff like that. And um, it's exactly what they're doing. The coaches have already admitted it, already said, like, we're coming out with a two-quarterback package, so on and so forth. And maybe maybe they're right. Uh, maybe these are like really good coaches, and they know what you're talking about. I don't know. I don't keep up with Rice. I don't know what they're, how their coaches are, right? I don't keep up with Florida State things like that so um i don't know we'll see we'll see how they do i've talked myself i thought maybe hey i can talk myself into maybe rice you know sounds you know really aggressive physical team and just kind of looking at everything i was like wow i just don't believe in them i'm sorry i just feel looking at us getting me fired up about our team <laughs> just feel like we're gonna we're really gonna set the tone of the year we didn't get the opportunity to, you know, Pittman really didn't get the opportunity to blow somebody out last year that we were really just better than. You know what I mean? We were trying to establish ourselves in the SEC, and I thought winning, you know, winning the four SEC games we did was pretty good. But this is going to be nice to set the, first, the tone of this first of the season and really get those starters to get a huge lead, let the um, backups kind of take over in the second half and get ready for Texas. Just really get that excitement in the second half, just ready for the – Longhorns next week. Man, think about that. We're going to be playing Texas next week. I'm excited to punch them right in the mouth. I think it's time for that. Golly, woo pig. I'll tell you what, guys. I'm excited about this Rice game. I'm excited about the the Texas game. It's been, I don't know. it's, It's been excellent. Yeah, this is happening. It's football season. <sighs> I'm kind of glad we're open with somebody like Rice. Though. I don't know, like somebody like George is opening with Clemson. Uh, like that's just Clemson. That's, man, what a first game you're just gonna get into. Man, that's crazy. Well, and also don't let me forget, Chad. Um, we got to do our picks. Yeah, we, we got to look at the picks we two. had last time. 
So don't run off. You guys are like, oh, they're pausing and running out of steam. No, we got stuff. We got stuff. We got, we got the hog call stuff. Now, we got the stuff that the real fans are hanging around and listen to. We got the draft that we hadn't talked about yet where I picked up some good Arkansas players. I'm excited about that. Yeah, it's going to be a fun league. Uh, I still don't understand. I feel bad for the people that kind of got left out now that it's football season or probably like. It just came up. I think the draft for college ball just comes up so fast. I think we next year, like this year, if you want to play in the podcast fantasy football league next year you need you need to start thinking about that now because it comes up so fast we only have time to do like a couple episodes and then boom it's going and you got guys kind of they're trying to join you know they're they're emailing and stuff and they're trying it's like well we you know we drafted last week you know we drafted uh on saturday or whatever we've got to i mean there's games there's big conference games that you know, start we got a so full, we, we got a, we got a full league. So you gotta, yeah. you gotta draft, you gotta play. You know, I mean, it's not as big as it was our first year, but it's a nice size league, I think. I don't, I mean, I'm, what we had, I think you're fourteen the first year. I think, I think we had sixteen. Yeah, man. sixteen. You know, okay, also 16. I think, I think also having a break last year, uh, the two thousand twenty season really kind of hurt having that momentum from the. That first year to the second year, or mm-hmm. you know what I mean. So we'll get we'll get it, but I'm glad we have a league, and it's gonna be fun. Like having a little bit smaller. Um, this is like these teams are loaded. It's not spread out. These teams are loaded. Yeah. So it's gonna be exciting. Uh, bragging rights, and of course, a shirt or coffee mug or whatever the winner wants. I plan on winning, so it might be whatever the runner up wants. I tell you what, that's fine with me. So we'll whatever. Whatever the the winner the winner can have one piece of merchandise off of the off of the uh, you know hog call store of their choice. I, I'm I'm okay with that because it's like, there's nothing that's super exploit. What do you got the hoodie that's like thirty five or something? Yeah, well, that too, man. That's a <laughs> I might get that flag and put it as the backdrop, and I'll take. Look, man, check it out. If you ain't got the hog call shirt, man, this thing's mean, dude. You need to get it. 1909 National Undefeated National Tech. It ain't like you're walking around in some, like, funky, weird shirt, man. It's it's nice, man. (laughs) I have Arkansas Arkansas fans and stuff. They'll see me around, you know, down here in Florida, around town. In it and stuff, and be like, "Wow, that is that is awesome!" I didn't even know we won a championship in 1909. It's like, yeah, we're only team to play a full college schedule, and we're the only team to go undefeated that year with a full. There was two more teams that went undefeated, but they had high school teams in their schedule. We didn't have any high school teams. We had all college teams. So, you know, makes us the champions. Yeah, it does. Maybe we need to do another 1909 podcast. Do you remember we did that 1909 podcast like way back when we first made these shirts? Maybe we should. Maybe we should do another one. 
Yeah, we should. That was crazy. We did that. Yeah. I should probably just do like a short one. Just like a short one. And I don't know. All right, what we got? What we got? What we got going? All right, so last week we both went four and two. Had the same picks. We both, <laughs> Illinois ended up beating Nebraska. And then we lost yeah, the like, could North you believe Central that? Beat I thought he's. I couldn't believe he couldn't blow it, man. I just believed you. I was like, "Well, yeah." He, he was to, trying he to lead at halftime. Yeah, like, <laughs> he, he was getting there. He's like, "Man, he, he is going to blow it." <laughs> Some of those plays too were just in the first half, especially, were ridiculous. Yeah. So, so both four and two tied after week zero. All right, starting tomorrow, we got a couple games. Start with North Carolina at Virginia Tech. North Carolina. Okay. I'll go to North Carolina as well. Um, Michigan State at Northwestern. Mm, Michigan State, probably. I don't know, man. Northwestern's been doing pretty good lately, though. I'm still going to stick with Michigan State. Okay. I'll go... I'll go Northwestern, too. That's a good um, pick. Penn State at Wisconsin. Yeah, it should be a pretty good Big Ten game. Uh, Penn State at Wisconsin. Oh, I'm, I'm definitely uh-huh. going Wisconsin. I, I'm, I'm never going to pick a team where there was, you know, the things that went on with that. Yeah, I'll, yeah, I'm going Wisconsin too. Um, Stanford at Kansas State. Stanford at Kansas State. Um, Stanford. Okay. I'll go, I think I'm going to go K-State there. I don't know who their coach is. It's not Bill Snyder finally left. Yeah, Snyder retired. And you know what they did last time Snyder retired? They did horrible. They did really, really, really (laughs) bad. And they begged him to come back. And he came back and won some more for him. So, he's (laughs) he's the only coach (laughs) with the recipe. So, you go ahead and pick them. Over an Yeah, that's a mistake. (laughs) Uh, Over and Ivy, the the, out, the 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 teams that started football. <laughs> uh, how about Alabama versus Miami? Alabama versus Miami. Um, I'm gonna go with Miami on this one. Yeah, I think. Uh, wow. I like it. Yeah, I, I, it's a reach pick. I know that it's a reach pick, um, but man. Miami's just been so fired up and excited this year. It uh, our picks are always just like very similar, so I'm going with Miami on this one because I think I like that's Miami. one of the teams that has a chance to beat Alabama. And I think Miami's going to come back. I think they're going to. I think they're going to make a comeback. I think you're going to have a situation where you see Miami make a comeback and Arkansas start making a comeback. So. Yeah, I'd like to see them in the. I'd like to see Miami being one of the better teams, like at least better than Florida or Florida State. Yeah, I'd like to see them king of the king of the state of Florida. I'm going to go Bama here. I am rooting for Miami in this game. I'm going to go Bama. I've got my starting quarterback on Tim's team. That's the better. (laughs) No, it's good. It's good. I like the Miami pick. I'm hoping. I've got Miami's starting quarterback as my starting quarterback in fantasy, Derek King, so I'm excited to 
see what he could do. It's going to make that game so much more exciting for me to watch, knowing that like I had picked Miami till like oh, yeah. fifty three to <laughs> zero or something. <laughs> I don't think that'd be that bad, but Bama is. I don't know. Just keep reloading. I'm tired of them, but they're still here. They're still uh, Bama. Um, yeah, they are. How about Indiana at Iowa? Man, uh, Indiana. I think Iowa is going to take that. Cyclones? Yeah, take Iowa. I'm going to go... I'll go Indiana here. Um, Marshall at Navy. Mm. Mm -mm. (laughs) And Marshall, I hate to pick them, you know, being a rival of uh, Ohio, but I'm going to pick them. I'll go Marshall as well. Um, West Virginia at Maryland. (sighs) Man, West Virginia. Mm -hmm. West Virginia, yeah. I'm going to go. West Virginia as well. Louisiana Lafayette at Texas. Uh, Texas. I'll go Texas too. That's not a bad match. Louisiana bad Lafayette can mess around and beat you. Like they, it, yeah, you know, they if you're yeah. if you're bad. But Third? I mean, they they shouldn't. Texas, it shouldn't be a hard game for Texas. Like Arkansas should, should be a tough game for Texas, not Louisiana. So I got to give them that respect. Yep. You know. Yeah. Louisiana's, I mean, they're ranked 23rd, Texas 21, but I think Texas will. I mean, you got what? You uh, got Skip Holtz down there? Uh, Napier at Lafayette. Billy Napier. Uh, Skip oh. is at Louisiana Tech. Oh, Louisiana Tech. Oh, my bad. Oh, yeah, and you're then, probably okay. right. Okay. They're probably a lot better. Than yeah. Um, let's go. How about Georgia and Clemson? Georgia at, well, no, versus. Georgia versus Clemson? Georgia. Yeah. I'm going to go Georgia, too. That's a tough game, Um, though. Yeah, that's going to be a heck of a game. Top five matchup. (coughs) That's going to be a good one. They still got. Um, Who's that? Oh, no, I was just thinking to myself, sorry. I was thinking about that quarterback over at Clemson. DJ? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Trevor Lawrence has gone to the NFL, and he's going to get the gig this year. LSU at UCLA. LSU. I'll UCLA. go. LSU, yeah. They're definitely going to beat UCLA. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going LSU, too. Um, Notre Dame at Florida State. Mm, Florida State. Okay, I'll go Notre Dame in this one. Um, final one we have Louisville at Ole Miss. My goodness. Well, you hope Ole Miss is going to beat all their out-of-conference games, so I'm going to go with Ole Miss. But that's going to be a tough game for them. Yeah, that would be pretty good. And I'll go miss as well. So that's it for picks this week. Woohoo. Well, that's it, man. So, what I else we wait. got, man? I, 
I mean, hockey, but it's not started yet. So, but I, I'm no, excited about it. Yeah. I might give me a hockey jersey. You should, man. Hopefully next week or the next week after that, we'll start wearing one. That'd be really That would be cool, man. Anyway, yeah, I, I don't think we have anything else. I mean, we had hockey, and uh, like I said, it's it's not started. We got we got basketball. We ain't got much. We ain't got much going on there, do we? Like we got their schedule, I guess. Do you want to? I mean, I are, don't are we see dragging really out the podcast? If we look at their schedule, if you want to look at it, I'm not. I mean, nothing really exciting on their schedule. So, no, <laughs> <laughs> doesn't doesn't really excite me too much. When I looked at the schedule, I thought like, wow, this is really seem really weak. You know, as far as like our schedules normally the way they normally seem. But, I mean, it's better than last year where we didn't play anybody worth a damn. Um, uh, you brought it up. You want to talk about it? We'll go to it. Okay. Um, well, I mean, it's up to you. They, I just noticed it came out this week. That's all. You're correct. Um, well, I didn't see it. Just come up. I just looked at it. Looked at it. No, it came out. Well, it's not that easy to find. We'll go over it, though. There'll be plenty of time for basketball talk. Yeah, yeah. You know, late October, November for sure. Yep, that's true. That's true. Well, let's. Well, might as well stop dragging this thing out. I guess. <laughs> I do. I can do. You gotta say this though. Blue Pig City. Go Hogs. <laughs>